My heart skips skipping the beach You're not close enough So that space between you and me Let's lose it The way you're dancing Swaying to the music Girl, that body and how you move it Every time you cross my mind Girl, I lose it Alexa, play the Country Heat playlist Okay With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Hey, thanks for listening to Suicide Buddies. We just want to say right now, before we start this episode, uh, we tell jokes about suicide, suicidal thoughts, and depression on this show. Uh, They can get real dark. And that's because we've been there, and it's how we cope with it. We hope it'll help you. It's not because we think suicide is a joke or that it would be funny if anyone committed suicide. So please just know that going into this show. And if you're experiencing suicidal thoughts or want to commit suicide, don't do it and call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline right now. The number is 1-800-273-TALK. They're always there. They will talk to you. They know what you're going through. They will hear you. Please stay here with us on Earth. We're glad you're alive and enjoy the show. You know just What did you do? If I do this with the mic, will the mic come? (laughs) (laughs) Aristotle brought microphones this time that have these big, uh, what, foam covers? Yeah, Yeah, they have a foreskin. Break break down all the wind. (laughs) They have a big old foreskin to keep the wind out. There's so much wind in my apartment, dude. Did you know that that's why penises have a foreskin? (laughs) Keep the wind out? To keep the wind out. Yeah, because wind will... is will infect your penis from back when people didn't wear pants. What? <laughs> oh my god! Did yeah. you know that butt, ch- butt cheeks are to keep wind in? If you didn't have butt no. cheeks, your ass would just constantly have air. But farting out of it. is so good. <laughs> What's bad about it? What's bad Man, about God it? is stupid. The environment, intelligent design, my ass. <laughs> pun intended. Pun Nintendo. <laughs> pun Nintendo. Sue pun Nintendo. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> this is awful. Yeah. Dave, I, I was just in my car. Was I? And then I was... I'm How car it. were you? Exactly. I knew you'd, <laughs> I knew you'd do something. So I was beating you to the punch. Yeah, but I, I still um, won. I was just remembering the first time I ever like heard the word suicide was when I was a kid, and I would watch the and movie... And your dad was like, you should kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, that I got. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you didn't say the word suicide. I didn't hear the word suicide. (laughs) Sure. I just took him at his literal... And you you saw this, and you're like, Daddy, what's suicide? And he was like, you fucking know. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so what was the first time you heard it? I was watching Home Alone, and I'd seen Home Alone a bunch of times, but there's this line where they're chasing Kevin. Remember that movie? It's about a bunch of robbers who want to, like, suck off a kid. So they're chasing him, and, you know, they... By, yeah, the, it's third, about by th- the third movie, they this kid get who him. tortures these pedophiles. 
yeah, as I remember it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what happens. Yeah, and at the end, he ends up actually fucking he this old New- man who shovels snow. He gets flown out to New York City next to then go fuck him in a high, you know. Totally. Well, because he made building. it. And then the third movie, he's just gone. You know, they killed him. They finally got him. Yeah, they fucked him to death. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny that it's like it's just a kid tricking hardened criminals and they're like we want to kill this kid yeah like that's the entire context of the movie is these thieves want to level up to murderers totally <laughs> and he tortures them and he tortures them yeah it's basically like yeah it's awesome. i'm not gonna say it was a prequel but it was definitely like it laid the groundwork for hostile <laughs> I know it's based off of the Bible, but I just don't know which parts. Yeah, yeah, totally. So in the movie, they chase him upstairs, and then like he's gone from the bedroom window. They're like, "Whoa!" You know, looking out the window, and they're like, "What happened to him?" And one of them goes, "Maybe he committed suicide." Oh wow! And at the time, I literally thought it meant like sewer related. Because he says it's like he committed suicide. Maybe he committed suicide. (laughs) I was like, he jumped in a sewer. He was always committing pizza side and deli side, but maybe he committed suicide. Or, uh. What is he, a ninja turtle? Corner side. I'm just saying New York shit. I like New York. We don't dude. have sewers dude, here. Never disrespect New York in front of me. No, absolutely. Well, you the run New York. The Statue of Liberty's my fucking lady. Your bitch. <laughs> I was going to say you bitch, were, but I, I respect your, her. I saw the way your lips were moving. I respect her. Who? <laughs> Actually, somebody wrote a, a couple nice reviews of us recently on iTunes, and uh, nice. it's funny. Like a couple times, it's like, turns out they're actually pretty feminist. <laughs> like in their oh view. weird. And I'm always like, you should go to the episode where Dave just says "cunt" for no reason a <laughs> hundred times in a row. <laughs> Wait, did I do that? <laughs> I think it's the Don Cornelius episode. I say "cunt" a lot. Really? It might not be that. I don't episode. even remember that. I, I don't you think you were so gacked up. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even remember. I don't think I ever did that, Hampton. It was a bit. It's I def- funny. I definitely didn't Good do bit. that. Good bit. No, I'm going to call it right now. That didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> do not scan our archives. Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> if, if it's not happening right now, it's not real. <laughs> That's funny. I guess, yeah, if you listen to our show, there'll, kind of we'll go a handful of episodes not talking about our politics, and you're just hearing us being like, you know how farting fucks children or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> just like the beginning of this episode where we're like, yeah, yeah. That, those pedophiles should have won or Dude, whatever we I, said 10 I, seconds ago. I said it. Uh-huh. I'm the guy going to jail. But yeah. You know what? I'm going to bring this audiophile into court with me because, Your Honor, context. You are an audiophile. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dude, I'm an audio slave, dude. <laughs> well, be, to be yourself is all that you can do. But just you. I can do other things. <laughs> How have we not talked about audio slave after all we've talked about Rage Against the Machine? Well, because we're nothing like a stone. <laughs> I, Does sorry. he compare himself I'm like sorry. a stone? He That's goes, their first big single. I thought it was Cochise was their first one. No, their first single was a stone. Their first single was When I Be Walking. Oh God. Oh no. I used to play that like loud boombox to get my brother to come out of his room because we would fight and then he'd run in his room and I couldn't like uh, beat him up. And so Uh I would just put my speakers right up (laughs) at the and I just blast that for like two hours. (laughs) That's so funny. Did he yeah, hate man. that song? Do what? Did he hate that song? I think 
it was just the loudest thing I could think of. Wow. That I could play. What I should have thought of Annoying. Loser, I should have played Barbie Girl. That would have got him out right away. Oh, man, yeah. The homegrown cover <laughs> of Barbie Girl. <laughs> you guys listen to Homegrown? No. No? Come on, man. What's that, Weed. Yeah, man. What you I'm listen- talking about weed that plays weed? music. Weed makes music now? What an idiot. Dude, weed is so lame now. It just makes music. <laughs> to be your thing is all that you can do. That is an oh, audience that- song, oh. and it is the most boring song. I really I- like them, but it's funny because they no, were... No, you don't. Oh, I really like them at the time. <laughs> no. Uh, and it's funny because, it, to me, Rage this. Against the Machine just sucked, but they... What? We're kind of <laughs> trying to be political. Like Audio Slave, they were like, we're playing Cuba. Right. What? I was like, well, good for you. Like, you just want to play it. A- you thought Rage Against the Machine sucked? Absolutely. Oh, really? Yeah. I fucking loved Rage Against the Machine. Oh. Oh, yeah. How have we talked about them 500 times and this has never come That's up? That's so weird. <laughs> we all, we both assumed, damn, you hated Rage and you liked Audio Slave. That's yeah, so crazy to me. I think that, uh, I mean, Chris Cornell's a better vocalist, and honestly, I do like Tom Morello's playing. Like, sure. I think he's a really inventive player. I like a lot of the playing in Rage Against the Machine, but Rage Against the Machine are shitheads. <laughs> like, it's the, the Zach De La Roche. It's oh, a no, no, no. Shithead. I mean, that's everything I've, I've said about him being ridiculous, I stand by. Mm. And because I, you know, I was young when I first heard the music, and I was like, fuck yeah, finally someone who believes this shit is getting into, <laughs> into the mainstream. And then after a while, you're just like, oh, yeah, this guy is too much. <laughs> I read a Bill Hicks quote once. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, ah! it was when he specifically had that, that lyric, Jesus blessed me with his future. I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> you're on TRL. You know what I mean? You're are on they? TRL. Yeah, they oh, are. definitely. They were. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, anyway, by the way, guys, this is Suicide this is Buddies. Suicide Buddies. <laughs> I'm Dave Ross, and that's Hampton Yunt. I'm Hampton Yunt. Uh, this is a comedy mental health podcast. We talk about music probably too much. Way too much. Especially one specific band, Rage Against the Machine. But <laughs> it's also a history podcast because later <laughs> on in the pod, we'll be talking about a history and suicide yes. and kind of analyzing what the fuck went down. Yeah. And we're two people who used to want to kill ourselves. <laughs> And uh, so we've been there, and we deal with it through comedy, and so that's why we have this show now. Stop interrupting me, like, right before the end of the sentence. I wish you would interrupt me at the beginning of the sentence, (laughs) so I wasn't so prepared to say the full sentence. You know what what I mean? It's always like, I'm almost done. Well, I'm glad, Dave. (laughs) I'm glad that somebody who used to think about killing themselves can find the time to get annoyed by such small things, but us us people... Who currently deal with depression? I guess you can't ever understand our struggle. That's true. I, you're right. What I meant was, I feel great all the time now, <laughs> and I'm doing this podcast with a gun in my mouth. Um, <laughs> that's morbid, but no, it's funny. I like it. I was laughing on the inside. <laughs> I love it when people laugh on the inside. Dude. Yeah, dude. It's super great, especially keep, at shows. Yeah, keep that <laughs> shit away from me. Keep it inside. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I was just saying, if it's your first time to the show, you're going to hear us joking around a lot about dark shit, cause that's, but that's because we're here with you. Uh, speaking of which, we have a couple announcements. 
The first is, and we said this last week, we are officially on Twitter and tweeting. <laughs> so follow us on Twitter at Buddy's Pod. That's We're going to be writing tweets now. And uh, yeah, it's not at Suicide Buddies. Uh, we'll maybe change it somewhere down the road, but right now it's at Buddies Pod. Yeah, if Tom Morello would finally change his <laughs> handle from at Suicide Buddies <laughs> to Tom Morello. It's some girl in the middle of nowhere has like, oh no, at Suicide Buddies. She should listen to the show. I don't want her. Honestly, if you took our name, just, you know. Just fuck you, dude. Just fuck you. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Fucking do it. Especially if you took it before we even started our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and could probably sue us. <laughs> I don't know. And here's another big thing. Big time Suicide Buddies announcement. Oh, this Ayo, is- wow. Ayo. We've been talking about this forever. Check out how long it takes us to do stuff. Um, we started a Facebook group. We've been wanting to do it for a while. I really don't know why we didn't, but we have a Facebook group now. It's a closed group. You, we have to approve you, but we'll approve everybody. Yeah. Um, also, we're not going to be able... We're going to be in the group, but we definitely won't be able to be in there as much as you all collectively will be. So when people start jumping in, um, approve them. Add them to the group. It's facebook.com slash groups slash suicide buddies. Get Pretty in the easy zone. To remember, suicide buddies. Facebook zone. zone. Get in the zone. <laughs> Get in the book. Facebook. Uh- <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. Yeah. Uh, finally, I would never heard of Facebook until somebody finally <laughs> found a way to promo it. Start a group. Auto group. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want Russia to have all your information? Join our suicide group. Yeah, we've been colluding with Facebook to bring you a group. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna start getting targeted. See, yeah. join us for the suicide, but then Russia's going to start hacking you, and they're going to be like, oh, thinking about suicide? Maybe you want to suicide bomb for Russia. And I do want to say real quickly about the... <laughs> I'm sorry. That was really funny. <laughs> no, uh, it wasn't. It was. It really wasn't. It, I laughed 10 seconds uh, into what I was saying, so it must have been, dude. Uh, anyway, episode's over. Uh, <laughs> I do want to say about the group real quickly. I wrote this in the description of the group. But yeah, let's all like... Um, I don't want to say police it together, but monitor it together and make it like, except uh, anyone who's in the group can accept people in the group. And let's use it as a place to share things about the show, but also share experiences with suicidal thoughts, thoughts on suicide and depression. And to like, I don't know, have it be like a welcoming environment focused on listening Mm -hmm. where we also make dark jokes. So, you know, like bring people into the group, tell your friends about it, post things in there. Don't be a fucking dick to people. <laughs> that would be the weirdest place to start fight, yeah. fights on yes. a Facebook group. We're yeah. openly talking about suicide. It's like, you used a noose? What are you, a piece of shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you use some nerd rope? It's a candy. You're a... N- uh, I shouldn't. That's how an Oompa Loompa kills himself at the Wonka factory. He uses nerd rope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I OD'd on nerds. That's so funny. That's so funny. Wouldn't that hurt your neck, though? (laughs) Uh, No, this is important to say because I do. You've heard this show. I want it to be a place where people can joke around the way we joke around at the show, but there's a fine line between making dark jokes and being mean to people. Yeah. And we need to know the difference. Don't be mean or we'll kick you out of the group. No assholes. It's a place for people to feel safe because we're trying to make people feel like they should stay alive that's all i want to only say. be mean to zach de la roche <laughs> yeah dude he's the only dude. guy who can't join if he sends us a request denied fuck that man we need him in the group so bad I don't and want then him. we can kick him, him out you know i don't what I mean? like his politics 
I don't like his liberal ideas. I don't like his fucking haircut. <laughs> I don't like that fucking patchouli stench coming out of his hippie over here. <laughs> Who are you now? I don't know. What man. is this? My politics are now just nihilism. Yeah, I'm getting there. We're all there. gonna be dead in 25 years. I am dead. Oh, fuck. and it is 25 years weekend from at, now. Weekend now. at Davies. You're, de- you're dead, but I still make you do the podcast. <laughs> That's Weekend at Davies. That should be a podcast. Who's dead? Let's think of someone who's dead and start a podcast with them. We got a step one, exhume, or, exhume the corpse. Step two, fucking count our money, dude. <laughs> no, but who's dead? It's not real if it's mm-hmm. not a real dead person. The- no, I know. We who have died. to literally dig someone up. Pick some. There's got to be someone who died. Aren't cemeteries kind of bothering? Do they ever bother you? I just find oh, it yeah. so stupid to just. Here's all the there. bodies laid out in rows. Yeah. You can find his name. It's like the phone book, and you can find his name. Yeah. That's why when I die, <laughs> I want my ashes to be put in the electronic section at Target. <laughs> <laughs> I want my ashes thrown in the face of Sarah Palin. Uh. <laughs> At John McCain's funeral. (laughs) Should we get Smash Brothers or should we get Dave Ross's ashes for the switch? (laughs) Uh, Thrown in Sarah Palin's face. Hell yeah, dude. I want all my friends to roll my ashes into a joint and then kill themselves. (laughs) No, I don't. Uh, I don't want that. How do you feel about the whole like New Orleans style funeral thing where they make it a party and they put it in a cake or something? What do they do? Oh, what? No, wait, that's Shut a different the thing. Fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other thing. <laughs> what a strip? I was of thinking Dave? of a king cake. It's a whole other thing where there's a baby in the cake. Do you know what I'm talking It'd about? It'd be so funny if you only knew how to bake by putting strippers in cakes. Yeah. <laughs> so you're on like you got to bake around you're on, like, the cupcake wars. <laughs> <laughs> like cupcake wars, and you're like you're just chopping up a stripper into small parts to put them in the little cupcakes. Right. What? You follow me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know how you're like a mass murderer? Well, say you can't make the giant stripper cake and you just have to do... If it were me, I would just get a tiny stripper. I wouldn't cut oh, up a big stripper. <laughs> Why did I murder yeah. that woman? I should have just gotten a two-inch high stripper. Well, it's because you got the new Kia and it has a big trunk. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Thumbelina's my stripper. Wasn't there something you wanted to talk about? Uh, I think it was suicide. Oh, yeah. The thing about Home Alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, raw, that was raw, just raw, the raw, first raw, time raw. I'd heard of it ever. I was wondering if maybe, you know, you had a, any specific memory. That's the thing is I really remember specifically being like, suicide, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And I didn't say fuck. I was like six or whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, what the fudge is that? <laughs> <laughs> Man, shut the front door. What is suicide? I was a fat kid. I did always talk about fudge. You're, you're, you have chocolate all around your mouth. What is suicide? I'm busy eating fudge. <laughs> Y'all seen The Simpsons? Come on. And suddenly, suddenly all the fudge was out of my life and a dark cloud was over me from that day on. The minute I knew the truth. Fudge eater. <laughs> Fucking fudge eater. <laughs> oh, man. Man. Fudge Packer is like the funniest fucking dumb slur. It's so funny. <laughs> I like to call people butt fucker because... I it, think we've talked about that. Yeah, well, I think we talked about yeah, it on yeah. the show. Yeah. Because everyone is. Everyone is. 
You know, literally everyone definitely is a butt fucker. I mean, you just are. <laughs> At some point, you will. Wait, be. what? <laughs> what do you mean? Everyone's Most people are a butt fucker. Either have anal sex or want to. Whoa! Right, Dave Ross, HBO's real. Sex. I've never had anal sex. I like Truly, that. I like haven't. every time has to be <laughs> every. <laughs> yes. Not only do I have anal sex, it's fucking <laughs> mandatory. <laughs> Nothing else. You're like, no, like I don't like blowjobs. I don't like vaginal. I just. Don't. <laughs> One extreme individual. No, I truly, that I've never so had funny. anal sex, and also, I've never, like, even asked for it, but... But... But people like, <laughs> want to have anal sex. Sure. So everyone's a buttfucker, is what I'm saying. <laughs> so you can call someone a buttfucker, it's like an evergreen <laughs> statement to make about somebody. <laughs> how is it, How is what I'm saying crazy? <laughs> it's on the line. <laughs> You're Every, definitely a butt fucker, right? Is a butt are you or are you not a butt fucker? I am. So, <laughs> all right, Aristotle, butt fucker, <laughs> yes or no? Jojo, where's my cat? Jojo. Yes, right? Yeah, see. Well, like I said, that's and like, I guess I'm not, but I will be at some point. I'm sure. Eventually, I'll make love to a woman vaginally when I feel <laughs> mature enough. I'm not saying only. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying only. Uh, okay. <laughs> Why were you possibly misconstruing that? Well, but before you were calling me crazy for saying it's universal. I think it's I think it's undeniably universal. <laughs> I think it's the thing that binds us all. <laughs> wow, Morgan Freeman over here. I Everybody think, fucks, I think we all know that fucks at the end of butts the day, or wants their butt fucked. The universe and everyone likes dogs. <laughs> 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 the universe is always mutually bonded by the concept of ass fucking, <laughs> sucking ass. You're not women. going to agree that that's true. Y I still am a little fuzzy on what you're trying to say. I don't think it's complicated. Everyone is a butt fucker. Basically. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess in a court of law, I'll fight that. <laughs> why would you... F why, why... What do you dispute about that statement? I guess... Dave... Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, uh -huh. I contend to you, not everyone is a butt fucker. <laughs> I know. Boo. Boo. Are you get saying that here. if you get fucked in the butt, then you're not a butt, you're a fucked butter? Either or. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Everyone's a butt fucker Either or, or a fucked butter. <laughs> a fucked butter. <laughs> Anyway, join our join our Facebook group if you're a butt fucker or a foot bucker. <laughs> no, it's pronounced fucked butter. Fucked butter. Uh, <laughs> I think they get it. Yeah, I think get they it. get it. I think you guys get it. Who are we right. talking about this week, bro? Uh, today we're going to be talking about an actress uh, who Ugh. killed herself, and her name is Jean Seberg. And oh. uh, we'll get into her. Uh, she I know was basically her. a famous actress for kind of the French new wave of cinema. Oh, cool. Yeah. She's very By interesting. By the way, dude, person. I just bought a copy of A Farewell to Arms in slow preparation of doing Hemingway. Oh, cool, soon. man. Yeah, we've been, we Anton and I have been talking about how we should start digging into the big famous suicides like Hunter S. Thompson and. Yeah, Hemingway and uh, Virginia Woolf and shit like that. But so. I was saying, I was like, I just feel like I need to read a lot of them, yeah. stuff before I can talk about the big ones. That's the thing. That's yeah. the reason we haven't done the big ones because it's. I want to make sure we have a whole, like a full 
story and description of them. So Hemingway might even be a few diff- few episodes. It Plus, take. I'm illiterate, and Dave's teaching me how to read. Yeah. This is the learning podcast. And yeah, Dave... I'm a butt fucker, and he can't read. <laughs> Dave teased which letter he's going to teach me today. I think it's a P. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's an A. It's it's day one. Uh, so what's your name again? Uh, Gene Seberg. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Doesn't matter what they say Cause I'm gonna get my way If I don't wanna go And a one, and a two, and a one Hey, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I would never know how to start. I do, uh, I, was, I was trying to find my cat because I was like, uh, that guy, I don't know. He sucks. He doesn't suck. That's not nice. Your cat's great in yeah, every way. He sucks, man. He looks He's like racist. That. That's pretty weird. He voted for Trump. What? Uh, he can vote? <laughs> of course. He's a cat. What? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, cats got the vote before women, uh, before black people. Wait, I don't even know what that word was. I've never heard anything pronounced that way before in my entire life. Oh, that's cool that cats can vote. I guess PETA was right. Animals are people, too. <laughs> so this PETA week, was right. Yeah. We're, we're, talking, we're talking about Gene Seberg, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah, this Seberg. actress. Yeah, I was bringing up uh, the movie she was in later on in life, Paint Your Wagon, which is a real fiasco. Oh, really? It's, <laughs> it's a bad a movie? It's a shitty bad movie. Shitty bad. Um, and it's uh, it's terrible. But she kind of got her start like doing this like French new wave black and white cinema. Oh, okay. And uh, so her story's pretty interesting. She's an actress. Of course. And she died because she was the Seaberg that the Titanic ran into, right? <laughs> you, one, are illiterate. <laughs> Two, confidently wrong. Wait, no. The Titanic Which is more upsetting. crashed into a Seaberg. <laughs> Iceberg! Seaberg! Iceberg. Ice ahead! <laughs> <laughs> it's just Gene Seberg floating in you know the, what, guys? Like a huge version of her. Pause this episode and check out our Titanic episode for any of this to yeah, make sense. Yeah, the boat killed itself. <laughs> <laughs> that boat was like, if I have to listen to Celine Dion one more time, I'm going to blow my brains out. I'm really sick of this Jack dude. <laughs> Jack and Rose, man. They're the new Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> Paint me like one of your French boats. <laughs> <laughs> the, the kind of boats that have tits on them? I, okay. I, 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 that was kind of a brazen move of Titanic to like show nudity. Boobs? They showed boobs. It was yeah. a PG-13 movie. What's, what's more brazen, having boobs in Titanic or putting Billy Zane in Titanic? <laughs> <laughs> I will never fucking come down on the Zane man because Oh, you're a Zane I'm in Zane for the Zane. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an Inzaniac. I'm Insane in the Mem Zane. 
I, <laughs> no, I feel so much empathy for him because like he had he was in Titanic and he was in the Phantom, that really bad uh I remember that pulp action comic book movie. That building hasn't been there in forty years. No, that was the shadow. Oh shit. Same shit. Fuck. Same shit though. So um Anyway, was that he, the one with he Alec had the Baldwin? biggest he had the biggest payday, and then his wife left him, and oh, then man. so he the California alimony laws is that he had to pay her still like a million dollars a year. Damn, and like didn't get any work after that. Yeah, it's like the two you know he was in Titanic, which was good, but his his starring role flopped, and they don't Fuck. give you a lot of op- you know chances. Sounds like his personal life crashed into an iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Hey, Billy Zane, if you've ever wondered what your depression was all about, it was like you crashed into an iceberg. <laughs> I hope you've, you know, learned something and gotten something out of this podcast, Billy Zane. I'm sorry, Billy I, Zane. I do have empathy for you. That sucks. I'm, Same thing happened to Dave Foley. I know. I know. And he I got think divorced at the height the of news radio, right? Yeah. When his... When his quote as an actor and writer was the highest, and then he and then the show ended. God, yeah, God, that's anyway. Hard. Yeah, I, I I also have no idea how they were in their personal relationship, so I can't. Really that's true. Understand. They could have been you know, pieces maybe he was in, of shit. Maybe he was insane. <laughs> Come on, more, more, less? No, All I'm right. with it entirely. Are you okay. kidding me? That's exactly <laughs> the type of humor I like. So the world of. Theater, <laughs> the world of drama, Dave. This is very much related to Jean Seberg. Oh, wow. Um, <clears throat> she uh, was born in Iowa, really small town. Uh, but so you kind of wouldn't New associate York so- City. Well, you wouldn't. <laughs> you just wouldn't associate somebody with Iowa as being like one of the faces of French new wave cinema. Totally. <laughs> it's like this girl from literally nowhere. Yeah, Iowa's yeah. not in France. I am from uh, Demois. Is she a potato? Uh, the city of Demois. <laughs> <laughs> potato. That's definitely Idaho, but okay. But uh, Iowa also has potatoes, Dave. <laughs> the United States in general, French. they love potatoes. They at least have a French fries. Huh? Ah. I mean, uh, f- <laughs> I mean, uh, freedom flies. Freedom flies. Freedom flies are my favorite type of and fly. And I love the uh, gay marriage. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Iowa legalized gay marriage before any other state. What? Yeah, you didn't know that? Iowa? Iowa, first state, absolutely. How the fuck? Because it's like... It's a purple state. They're like really weird about that's so cool about liberal politics. Oh, it's awesome! It's that's an awesome place. Awesome. Yeah, it's wow. great. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, oh, interesting. And then they have like a corn lobby that ruins our whole country. It's awesome. Do you want to? Uh, <laughs> do you want to suck off Iowa some more? I love, dude. <laughs> absolutely. Give me a little bit more. Given the opportunity, sure. There's a yearly comedy festival in Des Moines, Iowa called Beast Village Comedy Festival. That's amazing. Everyone should go to it. Can I do it? Yeah, I would imagine they'd have you, yeah. Whoa. Dan Umphan is the guy who runs it. Super funny comic. Do it? Every comedian listen to this message, Dan Umphan <laughs> right now. <laughs> Sorry, Tell him Dan. he lives in a purple grim Tell estate. Him. Tell him Dave said that you can do it. <laughs> All right, I'm well, sorry, Dan. Hey, I love you. Know you know what? I'm totally mm-hmm. corrected wrong on my perception of maybe Iowa, but maybe that also lends into what her character was a little bit like. Okay. I don't know because she was very much embraced by French society, and she basically spent most of her time in 
France and then would sometimes have to come over to America to do oh. uh, pictures. But she was plucked from pictures. Ab- kind of like absolute obscurity because uh, she was going to college for dramatic arts. Mm-hmm. And then she got cast like this total random casting for the Joan of Arc movie that was going to be made in France. And it was like really like uh, there was, I don't know, like a lot of concern about the making of this film. They were like, who, how are we going to get the perfect woman for this iconic role? Like, this is going to be the Joan of Arc movie yeah. in France, you know? So it's like they're And you know that Joan of Arc was yeah. actually born in Iowa. <laughs> so it was perfect. <laughs> Man, all witches come from Iowa. So they're making this Joan of Arc movie, mm-hmm. and they, of course, originally got Billy Zane, and he had to drop out. <laughs> Because Zane, he was so the broke. Zane had to drop out. Yeah, well, because he had which to. Which was insane. It wasn't enough money to pay his wife. And who'd they give it to? Fred Armisen. Fred Armisen. And then uh, he was like, but I'm a drummer. <laughs> and so they. they, they asked keep going. Now Gene Seberg. <laughs> they asked Gene Seberg, and she was like, I haven't gotten hit by a boat yet, so I'll do it. So, okay. Basically, <laughs> for this Joan of Arc movie, they put out a big talent search, and out of 18,000 people that they looked over, she got this role. And it changed her wow. life. She immediately became uh, a movie star. Right. But the movie was panned kind of immediately. Really? Really for crazy bullshit, too. This is like at a time where, like, literally, they just had some like historical inaccuracies, and they were like, Oh yeah, man! This movie's a complete flop. Look at what they got wrong. But Joan of Arc was faked. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man, they shot it. Stanley Kubrick shot (laughs) the the original. Got to get to play Joan of Arc, Jennifer Lawrence. That's the only. I need a. I need a down to earth Joan of Arc who like farts and is cool. (laughs) You know, she's like super relatable. I need like a chill Ronda Rousey Joan of Arc. Uh Just farts is cool. (laughs) I didn't think it's Stormy Daniels. I need like a Stormy Daniels. Joan of Arc. She just like farts on dicks and she's cool. I don't think there's anything cooler than fucking More like our Joan current of president. Farts. Something I, I really... Do you hear me say Joan of Farts? Wait, wait, wait. I want to make a really dumb point here. <laughs> I, in regards to Stormy Daniels, I like a lot of what she's doing legally. It's very fun and fun But you don't like what she's doing anally. No. <laughs> but I think something has to be said that she had sex with Donald Trump because she, end quote, said that he was charming. Right. That, to me, is baffling. <laughs> I know. It's like, you, li- you really thought he was so charming, you just had to have sex with him. <laughs> I mean, that's what happens with that's all these great. fucking guys. I'm like, They, like, wow. walk up to people and they're like, hey, <laughs> hey, I'm nice, right? I, I don't mean, know. it's I've a lie. Had, You'll I've, find out it's a lie, but I'm nice. I've only had mm-hmm. anal. I don't really know how um, actual sex goes. Okay, so <laughs> all right, so <laughs> so she's in the Joan of Farts movie, and it gets pan because there were actually no farts in history. There was no pancakes in the Joan of Arc movie. <laughs> yeah, um, cake farts. So more she, like <laughs> she gets kind of like upset, of course, because you know it's like negative attention, and oh, she sure. also doesn't. She's really put into the public eye suddenly. Like all these French publications are writing about her, and they're like her performance is awful. Like we hate her. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. They, everyone shits on her performance. Bummer, dude. And uh, she gets crazy bummed about that. Yeah. And I think there's a through her life there's a history of just depression sure she's an actress i mean it kind of you know creative arts sometimes that just goes par for the course yeah but uh she's an iceberg <laughs> <laughs> what like the lettuce 
iceberg lettuce right ahead. <laughs> he's just pointing to the buffet. <laughs> the buffet on the Titanic. And everyone's like, Go yay. <laughs> we love lettuce. <laughs> Sick of this real main shit. And then the boat crashed. <laughs> It's funny because a, a lot of uh, reviewers ever, you know, Joan of Arc, they go like, Joan of Arc was burned at the stake and her career was burned at the stake. Like, they're just French assholes no writing about way. her like total dicks. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Shitty fucking movie critics. God. Yeah. So when a movie critic is being a dick and can't write is the worst thing. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe it translates well in French, but I also think it's a little bit of a snotty attitude more so. Totally. It's just like, I don't know how beautifully he wrote that, but it sounds like a shithead. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like a real piece of shit. It's a cop out. So um, when she moves to France, she gets her first husband, and uh, they divorce pretty quick. Billy Zane. Uh, Billy Zane. <laughs> <laughs> they divorce the same year she gets her comeback picture very quickly. It's Titanic. In, in the span of this time, it's only been 1956 was when uh, Joan of Arc came out. Or sorry, it came out in 1957. And then she got the role for this movie probably uh, 1959, and it came out in 1956. And the movie's breathless. Wait, what? It came, she got it in 1959, and you... I'm just saying she had like... A, no, you, it, you said a weird date. You said she got it in 59, and it came out in 56? You mean it oh, came sorry. out in 60? Sorry, 60. 60, yeah. okay. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> I, just didn't, time I was just confused. Um, yeah, so the same year that she gets divorced from this new husband that she's met in France, uh, she releases this movie called Breathless. Okay. Uh, that's a Godard film. Oh, so cool. it's uh, one of those like Criterion movies, you know? Sure. This is one of those, you know, it's good because it's a Criterion. Yeah, like it's on Filmstruck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, it's good. Dude, uh, you know what Criterion needs to add? Fucking Home Alone. Thank you. Predator. Uh huh. Predator 2. Absolutely. Alien versus Predator. Do not stop. Alien versus Predator Requiem. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and Predators. Could not agree more. And The Predator that just came out. Oh, absolutely. And To Catch a Predator. Oh. Criterion should add To Catch a Predator <laughs> catch a also. Predator. And you know what? Lock up all your directors, Criterion, because they were all fucking underage girls as far as I'm concerned. Uh, no. <clears throat> you don't think? I mean, I don't know, but there are, there are definitely... A bunch of fucking art director, art house directors that have take my side been outed <laughs> as pieces of shit lately. <laughs> Drives me fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, so uh, this is like uh, a stellar performance and is like one of these films that really starts like French new wave cinema. Mm -hmm. And so the haircut that she already had in Joan of Arc is very similar to what I think she had in Breathless, and it becomes like a fashion icon thing. Like, girls are constantly doing this very short haircut. It's called, like, the pixie girl haircut. Yeah. And it really is, like, the start of, like, the manic pixie girl, like... Oh, really? Thing. Yeah, because all these cinema movies are about, like, this woman, she's amazing. She makes me forget about my boring wife. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like Italians and French people just wanted to fuck during the 60s. Uh -huh. So all these movies are just about, like, their dicks and... You know? Right, and this manic manic pixie dream girl that saves them from their wife. Sure, she's in she's enigmatic. She's amazing. She knows poetry. <laughs> she knows no. poetry. Her father was a book. Her mother was a piano. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like this. All right, I'll give you another one. Uh, Zoe Deschanel. What were her parents? Oh wow, uh, ukulele. Yeah, ukulele. Yeah, her mother was a ukulele. And a summer abroad. And her father was a field. <laughs> 
right. I like it. Um, so this kind of ignites her career, and she's doing pretty well for a while. She's sure. in a lot of films. She's uh, pixie as old fuck, she's dude. She's pixie as all. She's, she's kind goddamn of a pixie fuck. stick. <laughs> but filled, really thin and filled with sugar. The, this story is. Uh, <laughs> Again, one of those ones where somebody's getting harassed and uh, by the government, actually. Huh. Uh, and it's really crazy. Because, like, at ni- in 1969, uh, <laughs> <laughs> man landed on the moon. <laughs> fucking everything happened. Yeah. <laughs> in 1969. In 1911. Dude. Did people 69 for the first time in 1969? Did they bust in each other's mouths? <laughs> For the first time? Simultaneously? <laughs> we, like the yin-yang? Like before then, did they have to go one and then the other? But now it's together? Sometimes I look at the yin-yang symbol and I think, wow, they're busting in each other's mouths. <laughs> Dark forces and light forces. That's what those dots are, dude. Straight up busting. Come in the other side. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like it when, my religion is when there's come in the other side. All right. America's fucked up. 1969. I think that's the year also Kennedy got assassinated, but I can't... I'm probably wrong. Also, Um, it's a really funny number. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, Nixon at the time was uh, uh, really against the Black Panthers, and there was tons of like government just surveillance happening they were like harassing these guys and like infiltrating their groups and shit big CIA presence in Wakanda (laughs) (laughs) have you seen Black Panther oh yeah dude because that's true (laughs) that literally happens in the movie there's one guy there's one one guy there yeah and he goes (laughs) yeah and he goes he's like oh crikey there's a lot of black people (laughs) around eh (laughs) <laughs> he's not Australian, but he's got a weird accent in them. He's British, and I think he's doing an American accent. Yes. Everyone's doing a fucking insane accent yes. in Black Panther. Yes, totally. Because they had to make up an accent for Black Panther, which I was pretty cool with. It's not it's- entirely made up. That's like what an African accent sounds like. What is it that you are saying to me, Dave? They're talking yeah. like Star Wars characters. No, that's... <laughs> <laughs> the, enunciate, the incredible enunciation in English is definitely what an African accent is. I'm also like, why would they bother to learn English? They live in Wakanda all the time. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Well, so we can watch them talk. <laughs> yeah, does, I don't know. Anyway, um, the Black Panther. Are you saying that you didn't the like that guys. movie? I Are you? It. I loved it. Wait. No, nope, just don't fucking get me, find out. Don't get me wrong. I loved it. <laughs> um, they did have a cool so plane. The uh, Black Panther's uh, the cool political big affiliation. Forest. The first Antifa, uh, Black Antifa. I would say that the first Antifa is Joan of Arc. Whoa. <laughs> Cake farts. <laughs> can, can we delete the part where Dave says anything funny? <laughs> Just wondering. Oh, damn. Damn, damn, damn. Damn, damn. Hampton's getting jealous. <laughs> I do get jealous. I always get jealous. You make me laugh all the I'm time. I'm always Come jealous on. of you. Um, Don't be stupid. You always make me laugh, you fucking idiot. So basically, all Gene Seberg did was donate like $10,000 
while she was riding high in her celebrity. Uh-huh. She had money to spend. She gave it to the Black Panthers. Oh, wow. Because at the time, they were really like promoting this giving children free breakfast program at schools. Like uh-huh. The Black Panthers have always been like a really just good community, <laughs> sure. community yeah. organization. Yeah. And it's the craziest thing that the fucking NRA has never once like stuck up for them. It's like, wow. yeah, they're open carry. That's the fucking idea. But you don't like it when it's them. Hmm. So, that makes, makes you think maybe the NRA is racist. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm starting to suspect that maybe there's something yeah, a little devious know, going on in the it's NRA. Possible. <laughs> it's possible Donald Trump is the, old. It's possible he's rich. Crazy. It's possible he's racist. I, I love know. that. With I the NRA. Know. The NRA. No, the organization is that's like we love guns, and everyone's like, why? And we're like, don't worry about it. <laughs> we just want them. I mean, just make the NRA spell the N-word from now on. Just do that. It's spelled (laughs) (laughs) N-R-A. That's what they would say. (laughs) Um, So they're being watched by the government, and she gives $10,000, and they just start harassing everyone associated with the Black Panthers. She does? Uh, the government does. Oh, I see. Starts harassing because okay. she donated money. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, she, so she was caught in that net. Yeah. And people say she was, it's funny because it shouldn't have been the case, but she was hit like first and probably the hardest because she like lost her career. Like she got blacklisted essentially. Damn. Um, from uh, all uh, Hollywood movies. All American films. Wow. From, uh, it, yeah, it's this FBI group called the FBI, FBI Cointel Pro <laughs> is what this organization is inside catchy of the name. FBI. Yeah. No. <laughs> and they like fully admit, it's like, yes, there was a smear campaign. We'd call her. We'd like harass her. We'd send people to her house and be like, what? Well, kill you. Like shit like that. Holy shit. Yeah. And, and she's having trouble getting work. The French still kind of employer. Yeah. But it's like, uh, you know, it's not enough. There's not enough French cinema to really be like a huge success. Thing yeah. Stay just there, you know? Right. That's a uh, yeah. small country. So the year also that she uh, does that uh, thing and she's getting uh, the FBI picks up on it. 1969. She makes paint your wagon <laughs> with Clint Eastwood. Interesting. Yeah. She makes us. It's a it's Wait, really okay. weird. So and this is me clarifying just because I'm sure. dumb uh, <laughs> that she made that movie before they started harassing her. Yeah, basically. Okay. All right. That's when the donation happened, and then the harassment proceeded over the next couple years. I see. And also, when you're filming something, she, they went to Oregon to go film Paint Your Wagon. Okay. So she's all alone in uh, in Oregon with Clint Eastwood. And, uh, so Which all this, is an Elliot Smith so, song. So she has no idea that <laughs> the FBI is doing shit or whatever. Oh, wow. And okay. during this, this shoot... For this insanely long movie, <laughs> that's a musical that we—I just found a out Clint Eastwood Western. sings in. <laughs> I don't even know it was possible for him to sing. Yeah, he. I was, thought he just went. Ugh. Clint Eastwood was in a weird <laughs> time too, because he was um, coming off of doing all those spaghetti westerns. Sure, he's identified with that. But at that point, the Make western was fizzling punk. out. <laughs> <laughs> Hey punk! Hey punk! Make my spaghetti. How much spaghetti do you think I got in this bowl? Well, make my ravioli. <laughs> spaghetti or ravioli, punk? He just works at a restaurant. <laughs> um, so you know the western's dying. 
and they're doing crazy shit now where like the studios are so inept they're like it's a three hour long musical western like, wow they just have no idea what they're doing sure so this is right when the studio system's kind of failing and this is before Clint Eastwood has Dirty Harry to kind of resurge his career right okay so he's floundering as fuck right now sure and so he and her uh, Clint Eastwood and Gene start hooking up mm-hmm. uh, during uh, this film and uh, well they're the only she- two people there <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They're in the woods, definitely. And they were like, yeah. well, he just liked to fuck and there was nothing to do. So that's what happened. Wow. She falls, that's a crazy thing to say. She falls very much in love with him. Sure. Problem is she has a, a second husband at this time. Oh, uh, shit. Who's a French uh, diplomat and author. She and her first sub- husband got divorced or she has two yeah. husbands? Oh, yeah. Okay. She got divorced real quick. Remember, like she got uh, oh, right. married and then divorced like within two years. Right. So this is her next husband that got she it. met. And he's like a famous author. I'll get a little bit more into him, but he um, he finds out that she's fucking Clint Eastwood, and mm-hmm. uh, he goes to the set. He flies to Oregon Whoa. and he challenges Clint Eastwood to a duel. No fucking way! What? <laughs> yeah, and Clint Eastwood's like, no, what? Mm-hmm. Like he totally puts these out. Of course. <laughs> and it's just, it's <laughs> so wouldn't? funny. The guy yeah. is maybe the most iconic for like shoot out. <laughs> yeah, him guy and John actor. Wayne. You know, like, and apparently John Wayne was a complete pussy too. And like, if a director ever criticized his performance, he'd go to his trailer and cry. Wow, like, he would weep. <laughs> wow, so, both these tough guys, complete babies. Wow. And so this dude's like, you know, you got to call it off with Clint. And she's like, no, I love him. I'm in love with him. But this was just like a fucking fling for. Clint Eastwood oh, and she no. says later on in life she's like I'm not like mad but I was maybe a little naive and yeah. I thought when somebody just said they loved you they loved you and like you know you didn't have to put any I think proof. that is worthy of being mad yeah if I'm he hadn't so- told yeah. her that he loved her and she like let herself believe he did that'd be one thing but if he said I love you too fuck her fuck that I man. think that's what was going what on what a fucking asshole and it's funny well yeah Clint Eastwood's a little bit of an asshole <laughs> he fucking no he was telling a story where he like I ran into her uh, years later and uh, it was a real icy reception Oof. it's like yeah because you fucked over this woman and you ruined her marriage <laughs> yeah dude because you wanted to fuck in Oregon and you had nothing to do why don't you go speak to another empty chair? <laughs> I like it best when you do that. What if I <laughs> fuck this chair? And he just starts doing our stand-up. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ever be fucking like this? <laughs> <laughs> he would just dry up in the stool. He's like pounding the mic on his leg, Chappelle style. Like, it's wild, man. Y'all do anal? <laughs> Y'all just do anal? And then he's like, like this? Where are my butt fuckers at? <laughs> Where's my Fuddruckers? <laughs> <laughs> well, so all I'm just trying to paint is that this is the beginning of her life kind of falling into turmoil. Sure. Um, she's divorced for the second time, which is painful. It's painful because she thought Clint Eastwood and her might work out. I'm not putting too much on that, but, you know, that sort of thing sucks. Yeah. And this is the beginning the FBI wow. silently just and also physically or you know like coming to her place and harassing her. her but she also didn't really know that she was being blacklisted she had to just kind of put that together over Jesus. time you know like you don't understand why you're not getting and the well last yeah it's hard to understand things like that when you're an iceberg yeah <laughs> and the last movie she did was paint your wagon which was a fucking flop and like, was it a flop damn yeah no one really liked it it was pretty bad well it's such a compelling name it really makes me think that the movie is going to be interesting when it's called Paint Your Wagon. 
<laughs> are they gonna recode it? <laughs> yeah, like. Are they gonna put on lacquer? Oh my god. <laughs> There's so many questions. Oh man, I booked this new movie. I'm so excited. It's called Where Are the Gutters? It's the remake. Put new gutters on. It's the remake <laughs> America's been waiting for. A Jerry Bruckheimer presentation. <laughs> Paint your wagon. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> the wagons are now Transformers. <laughs> They're just blowing up cities. Wagons. Transformers. The wagons. We have to paint them. We have to give them the code in the paint. Opt- <laughs> the newest Transformers. Optimus gets a new fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bumblebee, there get some go. wood. <laughs> Autobots, roll out. But I'm cold. Bumblebee, I'm cold. <laughs> One shall stand, the other shall fall. Dude, the Transformers animated movie from the 80s has some of the most iconic like, it's awesome. lines ever. I love, it's I love that movie, movie, and the fucking G.I. Joe movie from back then is awesome, Actually, I've never too. seen that. Oh, really? I just started it's rewatching great. the Jerry Bruckheimer-inspired new ones, just so I was like, what the fuck happened in those movies? I know, I need to watch that <laughs> not good. Rise of Cobra. I know it's terrible, I, I, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, the uh, Rise of Cobra, the uh, the shit of Joe, the guys the, of Cobra, the uh, erection of Hampton, <laughs> the return of Dave, <laughs> the exasperation of Georgia, my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see, but she's standing over us, shaking her head right she's now. She's so mad. Dang. All right, so so this me, is the beginning of the end for her brain. Dude, Go. Let me yeah. Let me get into a little bit more of the harassment. Oh, I'll let you get into it. That the uh, FBI did. They ran a blind news item in the Los Angeles Times and Newsweek, and it got printed up everywhere. They just printed up a story that the baby she had been pregnant with, with her second husband, Uh uh, was actually fathered by one of the Black Panthers. Whoa. So they just made the story of like, she fucked a black dude and she's pregnant with this black dude's baby. And at, I, for some context, I would imagine at the time there were a lot of people in America who thought interracial dating oh, was it bad. Was, yeah, it was like taboo. <laughs> yeah, sort of yeah, shit. yeah. And it was also like I'm sure they didn't say black dude. <laughs> they were I'm like, sure they did. They were like being way more. She harsh fucked about this it. panther. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it was also like the Black Panthers had like a pretty dangerous reputation as far as you know white media. Oh yeah, Chadwick had. Boseman, scary guy. <laughs> <laughs> this is before you know Shaft came in and totally changed the whole uh, movement with Superfly. Yeah, and uh, all right, so <laughs> yeah, so they ran on. a fucking news item that her baby wasn't you know fathered by her, by husband. her husband. Wow, crazy! She gets so distraught she miscarries. Whoa! Literally, she miscarries the baby two weeks later. The FBI killed a kid. She really feels that way. Wow. Yeah, yeah. She it she takes it super fucking hard. And she gets a little weird with it because like the fact <laughs> <Sure>. that like the <laughs> like, fact that you're duh. being driven crazy <laughs> makes you do crazy things. So she held an open casket funeral for the baby oh my to God. just prove that it wasn't a black baby. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. I know. And that but that's that's the weirdest it gets with Who her. Books that <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. We are gathered here today. Oh my god. <laughs> Just sees it for the first time. No. What the f- No. No. 
Uh, I believe Louis C.K. books that gig. Oh, yeah. It's yes, the, he does. It's at the Comedy Store Cellar. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. So, oh my God. So that's like the most fucked up. But I imagine also getting dragged through the press. You're a little like driven to extreme measures. Yeah. So she sues the publications and wins, which yeah, is good. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's not like a ton of money, but she does get, you know. It doesn't matter. The win is what matters. Yeah. Yeah, and also she doesn't really realize that she's still being blacklisted. Like, it didn't really do anything other than she stopped this weird news item that came out. And she's like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. And she's like driven really like insane by this a little bit. She doesn't lose her mind completely, but it becomes a reoccurring subject with her is that the loss of this child every year around that time, she gets really depressed because she thinks about how like this just happened. Like she like had to lose this child because like they just made up. Reminds her of nine (laughs) 11. Sorry. God, I'm sorry. All right, now apologize Neil to me. the victims of 9-11. Okay, well, this is going to take a while. Pete Davidson's dad, start with that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> then apologize to Steve Ranazizi for making him lie. <laughs> oh, my God. Steve I, at, once it gets real, I immediately cannot joke <laughs> about it anymore. Dude, dude, Steve Ranazizi, I'm sorry. Right? Man, hell yeah, dude. Don't book him. Two liars, one name. <laughs> Two liars. <laughs> <laughs> Two liars, dude. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, she, recover from that. She uh, <laughs> continues to act mostly in French cinema, sporadic things, uh, but she's getting you know depressed over time, and she starts uh, using uh, alcohol and uh, Valium. I use alcohol. I use it. <laughs> I snort alcohol. I use it to help build my home. I butt chug it. I I get it in my veins as quick as possible. I'm uh, a little bit of a chugged butter. Chug butter. <laughs> butt fucker, butt chugger, chug butter. Butt Same thing. Fuck butter. Uh, Me fuck butter. By the way, guys, we are sp- we are sponsored by Fuddruckers. <laughs> we are. Uh, Welcome so to butt fuckers. Get she a also she also in that span uh, span of time between when this happens and nine years later where she kills herself, mm-hmm. she also directs a short film. Like she's wow. pretty you know motivated, but she also can't stop using, and she's also like gets wow. every year annually really depressed sure. about this child. Yeah, but she marries again, and then I think that husband was. Well, she li- never ended the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> That'll keep you sad. <laughs> Man, I'm getting real dark this And episode. that funeral, man. Dude. What do you think the time limit should be on a funeral? I think an hour. You think an hour? In, out. In and out. In and out. In and out. Then you go to in and out. And then you go to in and out. And then you order and then your casket like, animal better. style. Now I'm good. <laughs> Can you make my casket animal style? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, I want to be buried animal style. <laughs> When, Definitely put Thousand dude, Island people, and cheese on me. When people got mad at In and Out <laughs> recently for you know a day, uh, because sure. they donated like fifteen thousand dollars, I don't know, some money to the Republican Party, and the people oh, were like they? boycott In and Out. I was like, I made some dumb tweet mm-hmm. that was like, here we go. Just don't order their burgers, putting children in cages like animal style. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> children in cages. There you go. That's great. Uh, put, uh, you know, hey, get rid of cribs also. No cribs. Wah, I'm a baby. <laughs> I'm a baby advocate. <laughs> no more cribs. 
take my bib and no more grips. I'm just trying, I'm just trying I'm to make Dave. Because I took, a, I took a sip of water. I, I almost just spit water all over this mic. That would have been crazy. Cum like, shot, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm a little baby in a crib. I still sleep in a crib. Did you know that about me? It's tiny as fuck. My legs hurt. God damn. <laughs> God, it sucks. I'm not into kink shaming. I mean, if you're an adult baby, that's fine. It's not a sex thing. It's a pooping thing. <laughs> you guys gotta understand. The reason I only have anal, it's not a sex thing. It's a pooping thing. And I wear diapers because my prolapsed anus. Rosebud. Citizen Kane was just said that he was rosebudding. <laughs> He's just talking about his prolapsed anus. Oh, man. That was worth it to get there. (laughs) Worth it to get to the top of the mountain joke. Oh, fuck. Uh, I always wished it was Citizen Zane. (laughs) Despite all my rage, I am still just Billy Zane. There we go. Five more. Five more jokes. <laughs> oh, man. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. <laughs> Absolutely. What it is that you are saying, a rose budding. Right. Rose budding. I can't actually do it. Me I can't neither. do a good accent. Uh, so she um, had married a third time. That Boner. Ended, that ended quickly. <laughs> no, Dave. <laughs> no. No boners. <laughs> he is dead. What, dude? Commitment she, makes me hard. She was. <laughs> I love it when people engage in a marital contract, dude. I'm like. <laughs> Here's what I find really weird. Um, she committed suicide. Weird. What a bitch. Um, what? No, uh, what is happening? I was trying to get back on track, and then I realized how insane you're being. Like Billy Zane. Uh, so when she killed herself uh, was August 30th. When her baby had died was August 25th. So a lot of people believe that she was really despondent again at the anniversary of her child dying. And she had previously tried to commit suicide around that anniversary before. So oh, it's, it's like really? a real thing. Yeah, it's like Jesus. she gets like upset leading up to it after, you know, it's like it's trauma that she just can't kind of drink herself out of. Uh, so she's kind of losing it a little bit. Um, and then this is where I think it's just really confusing, as I'm saying, is that she was found nine days later after she killed herself in the backseat of her car, wrapped in a blanket, and there were like pill jars of barbiturates. So she had oh. taken him, and she wrote a note to a child that she had from her first marriage that was still alive, and it was like, I'm so sorry. Actually, I, I, I'd like to. Was, oh, that's interesting. I note. mean, you hadn't brought up th- that kid before. Was that kid in her life? Was she taking care of the kid? I don't think it was like. Well, y- I looked and I don't actually know. Okay. Um, I can't really guess to really the relationship that she had with her son. Uh, and I don't know. She sounds like she uh, worked in a lot of movies, so she probably had to have someone watching. Her yeah, child, if she. Yeah, know, I'm if just not at school. You know? That's just an interesting development to me in her life. Not that it really. It just paints no, a bigger picture. Like, it's weird because it's like I think the focus is this smear campaign that the FBI conducted, which led to the loss of her child, which became a hanging 
trauma anniversary for her. Sure. I'm not saying, and of course, as we always say, like, this isn't the why she committed suicide. Right. She had depression. And she was also taking chemicals. You know, she was drinking and taking Valium. Changing the chemicals in her brain, which makes you feel differently. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought, like, maybe there was an added stressor. If this kid was at home and being taken care of by nannies, or if like there was some custody battle and the father had this kid and Dude, she just he, never knew it, he was t- being taken care of by the nanny, Fran Drescher. Oh, can you believe what? it? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> was that Family Guy? <laughs> no, that was the nanny. Come on. What? Yep. Did Checks out. Steven, or whatever his name was. <laughs> Peter. Pe- Peter. Peter. Lois. 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 Peter. I guess you can be the nanny. <laughs> anyway. Um, so the, <laughs> the, the note she did leave, uh, suicide note, was to her son. So she okay. did, uh, you know. Got it. Think, Got it. Think about him a lot. So she wrote, forgive me, I can no longer live with my nerves. Man. And, uh, that's the whole it was note? to her son. Yeah, yeah. Um, Book. So damn, that is such a yeah. That is such a short note that hit me so hard. <laughs> Truly, like yeah, I can because I can I can relate to that feeling. That's crazy. Um, I think it's like also the I don't want to say the career was floundering, but I think she just felt like she couldn't understand what was going on, and like you know you don't. Dude. And also, people are actively for a period of time of a couple of years are harassing her and there's fake news stories about her. And Dude, she's just like, what years go by like, where she's just like filled with anxiety and hating herself all the time. And it felt to her like it wasn't going to end. Yeah. Probably at a certain point you like, it's happened so much that you start to think you deserve it. Yeah. And I mean, none of that's, you know, justified of course, because it's, yeah. in, it's in a haze of chemicals. Yeah. So really the, you know, the lesson is to, you know, do not be overusing because it's no wonder you feel depressed when you're taking depressants. Yeah. You know, like- well, this is also a thing I think to talk about with how uh, the world works now, uh, especially entertainment and politics um, mm-hmm. and activism. Like we all, I mean, we're a part of that part of Twitter, which is like the biggest part of Twitter, which is like you fucking drag people, you freak out on people and, and it, you know, I don't ever want to be a person who sympathizes more. I'm not referring to people who did something awful Mm -hmm. and get dragged. I'm talking about what you just said about in and out, like people like lose their mind on someone for a day. And the feeling of being that person is horrifying. And then if it's happens for an extended period of time, this like (laughs) that, that the possibility of that happening to me, me fucking up and the internet freaking out on me has stopped me hmm. from writing things online, uh, truly, uh, because I have such... Pro-NRA rants. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> you, literally, that kind of joke is what stops me from talking about this. Because people are like, why? Are you in the MRA? Are you fucking... You hate women, you piece of shit? Yeah, but yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And, um, and so one thing that I'm trying really hard to do lately is to internalize the reality that what other people say doesn't matter and like you said this recently to me uh, off mic like um you said something like come at me man i'm ready for people to come at me because i believe in everything i said and i think that is not only commendable but like and impressive but like what we all need to be trying to do because it's hard though when you're trying to be sarcastic for sure (laughs) sarcasm is kind of the lowest form of humor i find sure because it's really like being like uh it's just like not like right. you're saying something insincerely. So it's a really, it's a balancing act. It's a really hard thing to pull off well. No, it definitely is. Yeah. But I mean, like if you, 
I think for everyone now, because of how connected we all are on the internet, hmm. it's possible for what happened to her at a lower level to happen to anyone. Just some group decides, fuck you, for whatever reason. Like that woman who lost her job because she said something sure. shitty on a plane. I don't remember what it was. You know, um, and this is a thing is, you know, she's from America. And I think that the resentment and stuff, she just was like, fuck it. I'm going to stay in France. Like, I hate, yeah. I hate like how America kind of treats me. Yeah. Uh, and, and France is not, they're not like going to be like, you had sex with a black man. Like that would be crazy. Like, the, you know, like whatever the implication was of that article yeah. by them running that sort of thing. Um, totally. I mean, yeah, I, I'm just, it's funny that parallel draws to, I think a lot of people, it's seen, I mean, she got it the worst, the FBI doing it to you, fake articles. I mean, that's crazy, but I don't know if you're listening. I hope you like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. This is an era where we have to take care of our, our mental health a, a great deal because that, I just think anyone, the world talking about you, like you're a piece of shit that can, that would hurt anyone. Yeah, but I would also point out that this is also like very real harassment. Also, yes, this is you're like right. this is like targeted, yeah. you know, attacks by the state. Yeah, so yeah. you're also getting that public perception bullshit. But then it's like Jesus you're, Christ, anybody like calling you and hara- like right? I forgot about we're gonna that expose part. you in bullshit. Is right. Like, well, to the point up. where you you miscarried a kid, and yeah. apparently Nixon was kept updated on what they were doing with her. Jesus, like he, it, it hit her and Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda had the same thing happen to her, Whoa. but not, I think, on that same level. But like Frankie Black. <laughs> <laughs> Gracie's friend? <laughs> I don't know if she's Grace. Is it or Frankie, Frankie and Gracie, or is it? It's Grace and Frankie. Grace and Frankie. Sorry, sorry. I don't remember. I apologize to them. I think actually Jane Fonda might be Grace, and what's yeah. her nuts is is uh, uh, what's Frankie. Your, what's your tits? Uh, you uh, know, I watched a little bit of it. It's Luke okay, Tyler. but I just I don't know. Wasn't that interested? Um, so oh, you don't like Baron Vaughn, huh? <laughs> so um it sounds like her second husband was kind of like a really that was the dude who challenged clint eastwood to a fight you know and was like very passionate and he was like a huge french uh, like public persona like he was a diplomat and he was a famous french author he won an award in france it was pepe le pew Dude, dude. <laughs> Peppy La Pubes. <laughs> Whoa! I can't believe it was it was always it was, there. It was right there. It was there the whole time. <laughs> oh man. Solid comedy bits. Thank God we're recording this onto a gold record we're sending into space. So oh, yeah, aliens man. can listen to this. We're gonna sell this one to Billboard. <laughs> Well, he was so good at writing, I guess, French literature that they awarded him a prize that you can only get once in a lifetime. It's, it means like you are uh, one of the best French authors. Wow. You can only get it once. It's a gravestone. So what he did was he then came up with a pseudonym and wrote more books and then they it won. No way. <laughs> and then at his deathbed, he uh, sorry, on, uh, in his suicide note. He also killed he himself? He committed suicide a year after Jean. He what? killed himself. They'd been divorced for a while. And in his suicide note, he writes, this isn't because of Jean killing herself last year. And I am this author. Whoa. And he like confesses to that. And What's he, his name? And then he shoot, shot himself in the head. His name is Romain Gary. Whoa. Yeah. 
Yeah, and he was like a famous French author, and he's the only French author to ever technically win this prize twice, that you're only allowed to get once in a lifetime. So he sounds like a real fucked up weirdo guy. Her third husband sounds like abusive and like mean, and Clint Eastwood sounds like a complete like you know soulless <laughs> shithead who yells at chairs yeah. <laughs> so i don't know if the the men in her life were really you know putting her up or <laughs> doing a good job <laughs> i think they're mostly Hooking just making with, her life way with, more difficult with uh, clint eastwood sounds so awful i, I love you punk <laughs> <laughs> i love you punk uh fuck my uh, butt punk god <laughs> fuck my butt punk <laughs> You're probably asking yourself right now Did I fuck his butt or did he fuck my butt? Yeah, what's it gonna be? You're gonna fuck my butt, punk You feel lucky, punk With the butt fucking You think you're gonna prolapse my anus? You feel lucky enough to fuck my butt Rosebud I tell you, <laughs> my anus, my anus can fit a forty-five magnum. Yeah. It's the strongest gun on earth. Clint Eastwood Kane. I love Clint that. Eastwood sounds kind of like Citizen. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There uh, well, it that's is. that's all I have on her. Right? God, man, that was that was really good, dude. Thanks, man. Thank you fun. for doing that. Hey, if you're a government uh, in the 1960s, don't harass women. Not cool, dude. Not cool. Also, take care of yourselves. Please, uh, yeah, like Hanton said a little earlier, all those things happened, and all those things would make it hard for anyone. All those things would no, make it just hard the, for I'm anyone. so close to the end of the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just trying to reinforce that, like, yeah. you're having depression is a big part of what took her there, I'm sure. Yeah, Yeah, and it's, you know, the thing is, it's like you can, of course, you know, have depression in your lifetime, but it's like when you're taking depressants, that's clearly a fucking problem. And she, you know, she self-OD'd. I mean, she knew what that drug was doing to her. She knew, you know, where it could go. And uh, yeah, it was a bad, bad decision. Um, anyway, sign up for our Patreon. <laughs> Guys, uh, we have uh, Patreon episodes. We did an episode. We usually do fun um, like uh, movie suicides or we read uh, emails. Yeah, it's either a movie suicide or a listener email. And we also are trying to put up more content just on the Patreon, like ringtones and stuff. So yeah. if you guys sign up for the Patreon, there's... There's price There's levels. Tiers, dude. There's tiers. <laughs> There's normal level all the way up to Saudi prince level. Yeah. <laughs> I think last week we talked about in Bruges on our bonus episode. We do yeah. two two full bonus episodes a month, and then there's other shit. We don't have a bonus episode coming out this week, but there's one coming out next week. Yeah. It's patreon.com slash suicide buddies. Hope you join us there. <laughs> and thanks so much for listening to the show. You guys are the fucking best. Yeah. E- keep emailing us, buddies, buddies, buddies at gmail.com. We love to yeah. hear from oh, you. Oh, by the way, uh, this episode was a suggestion from a. Uh, oh, fuck from yeah. A yeah. From the Titanic? From the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Billy Zane recommended it, dude. Damn. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to burp. Let's. Uh, <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys. Hey folks, this is Hampton here, and I know that Dave and I tend to make a lot of jokes about suicide, and we don't take it that lightly, actually. We really would prefer if you needed any sort of help that you would reach out to some sort of professional who could help you, because we are poorly equipped to do such. We would recommend that you would call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-TALK. It's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They honestly do incredible work. They will talk to you and they will hear you. We want you to stay with us. So thank you.
tears run down from my eyes. Lord, somebody, ooh, somebody, can anybody find me? Somebody to love. Alexa, play hits from Queen. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.